You are listening to Success Beyond the Score. Insights and tips to help you find your way in the music industry by Millicent Stevenson. Hi, I'm Millicent Stevenson. And last time I was talking to you about business cards and I mentioned when is the best time to get a business card? Should you get a business card? And a few other things. So I'm really hoping that was helpful for you. Today, I'm going to give you seven tips about business cards, what should be on them. And I'm going to give you a bonus one as well. I'm sure we'll think of something. Okay, so the first thing is this. There are two sides to the card. And you want to think about, do you only want to use one side only and leave the other side blank? Or whether you want to use two sides I use both sides on my card. And the reason for that is um, I have a nice picture, which is my second tip, is a nice picture on the, the front and on the back I have the information. Now, what I find with that is that most people tend to look at only one side of the card when you're giving them. So when you hand them the card, if you hand them the picture side, that's what they're going to look at. And then having a good look at your picture, perhaps comparing the picture with you to see how much you photoshopped it. And then they might turn over and have a look at the information. So when I'm presenting a, a dual sided card, I always hand it and I show them it's dual sided. I say, hey, here's my website and here's a pretty picture on the front, something like that. So they see it's dual sided. And there's the conversation that happens about the picture. Uh, if you just want to go for single sided, that's absolutely fine. That can work. But I feel that on the second side, you can do something with that. So have a think. And that goes into maybe my third tip as well. Okay, so um, my second tip is just about your picture. Make sure it's a picture that really um, sums you up. It should be a picture of you. It should not be of your cat, your dog, your budgie, the fields, the trees, the sun, your car, your sacks, your whatever. Um, it needs to have you in there. And the reason for that is when people go home and put down that card and a few days later, whenever they pick it up, they're immediately reminded of you by your picture. However, if you have a picture of your dog, your cat, your budgie, your car, your sacks or whatever, they'll see the sacks or the budgie or whatever. They know it's your name, but then they have to thought of, oh, what did this person look like? Who was this again? Especially if they've got like loads of cards of sax players and loads of cards of um, microphones and cats and dogs. They're not sure who it is. So to make it a little bit unique in terms of your branding, recalling who you are, a picture of you is great. Um, which picture? Well, that's a whole nother podcast, but go with the picture that you really like and Usually I think it's good to have one where you look into the camera because the eyes stay a lot, but you can have some where you're looking off if that makes you look really sultry and really moody or really cool. But I, I'll leave that one to you. Okay, um, my third tip is about the second side of the card. While talking to people, they say something and I go, oh yes, let me make a note. So I want to make a note on their business card. So whenever I pick up the business card, I've got them and I've got the note. Um, yeah. I know I've got a phone. I can hear you saying uh, I got technology. Remember, we're talking about physical business cards right now, people. I'm not talking about the technological side. Anyway, um, and I'd use my pen to write on it. And you know what? Can't write on it because they've gone for like a glossy effect. And so it, it's, 
it doesn't work with ballpoint unless you're going to use one of these felted things. So when you're doing the second side of the card, you might want to have the front side gloss, but certainly the second side of the card, go for a texture where you can actually write on it. So in my case at the moment, um, with my cards, I mentioned about my, my Women in Music Project Kefemni, and I only have my own cards. So any woman I meet and I say, oh yes, I've got a Kefemni Women in Music Project. I grab a pen and I write Kefemni on my cards. Yeah, I could probably have two cards, but you know what? I don't get a lot of demand for that. So that's not, you know, it's not a good use of money right now. And I hear you saying, well, go for the e-cards. Yeah, you e-card people, you go for your e-card if you want that. My people like my physicals. That's what I'm doing for now. But eventually I will do e-cards. Don't worry about it. Um, tip number four, paper quality. You can get cards made from some companies who do them for, for really, really cheap. And sometimes they print their, their logo on the card, which is probably a bit of a no-no. You don't want to be advertising two things. And it might be worth spending a little bit more money and going with a company who doesn't do that. However, it's down to you and your budget and what you are happy with. But if you go for something that is a little bit stronger than an envelope, by the time someone's put that in their pocket, if they've got sweaty hands, why, I don't know, but if they've got sweaty hands or if their hands are wet or whatever, it's just going to get crumpled really, really easily. So you really need um, a, a quality of card that's got a little bit of weight in it. But when you hold it, you think, oh, I've got a decent piece of card in there. Um, so you, you really want to look out for that. Now, I can quote the GSM as in terms of the UK um, weight. But again, I would say it's down to you. Just go along check out the weight cards they have, feel the cards themselves and feel the texture because they're different sort of finishes. The one that really you feel really good about and you can afford. Okay, tip number five, font size. This is a little bit of a bugbear of mine because some of the um, younger people, I can say that not my age, but some of the younger people will go for a font size that's pretty small, like size 0.5 or five or six, really, really titchy. Now, someone like me can't read that. And I wear very focals. So you want to have a size that's really easy to read. And people who do wear glasses or have to put their glasses on um, can have a little squint and move the card back and forth and probably can read it. I'm not saying it's got to be like super massive, but it's just got to be a size that makes it easy. So when you get the draft, you might want to just print it out on paper uh, or get the printer to do that for you. And that take that to like your auntie and your uncle and your friends or your neighbor and say, hey, can you read this? Can you read this? To get a sense of the size of the font and how clear it is. Because some fonts can come up really narrow. So that's another tip I'd give you about font size. Tip number six, the size of the card. Now you can have um, standard sort of business card size. And then some people go for like an A6 card slightly the size of a postcard and, and I've seen some people go for bigger than that maybe maybe a five size um some people like that because it makes their picture bigger and they can get their the information on but you have to think about do people have to fold it to put it in their pocket and in that case you're probably better off staying with the standard business card size rather than going for a bigger size. However, I do know some bands and it works really well for them to have like a postcard size, A6 size. Uh, tip number seven, 
tip number seven, the actual text. What are you going to put on there? So on there, it's got to have your name. It's got to have your phone number. It's got to have your email and your website. If you haven't got a website, then you'd have a social media contact, you know, on there. Um, you may have a strap line. So, you know, you may have that strap line could be, um, for me, mine is music for the soul. Um, but for you, it could be something else. You don't have to have the strap lines. Don't waste nights and hours thinking, oh, I must have a strap line because Millicent says so. No, no, you don't need to have a strap line because all people want to know is your name, your phone number, your email. They want to go check out your website and they want a nice picture of you. That's about it. That's all they need. Should you put your accolades on there? There's not enough space. Should you put on your logos that you're sponsored with? Maybe if that works, you might want to put that on the side next to the picture. But to be fair, people can go onto your social media for that. And um, maybe you might want to put a, um, a particular award that you won, you know, just the, the logo on there. But to be fair, if you've got like five, six, seven logos from different awards and stuff, it's just going to clutter the card. And that's a bonus tip. You just don't really want to have that card cluttered with too many things because people look at it, can't find the information and put it down. They ain't got time to scan the card three, four, five times to find your phone number. And here's another bonus tip. On the side where you put the text of information, um, go for a watermark of a picture behind that or plain so there's no picture on that. There's a tendency to probably put a color picture or black and white and think it looks really cool. But then you've got to put the text in a different color and top. And then it might sort of um, make the eyes go googly gargly because you can't, you know, the reader can't distinguish between the colors you have. So I keep mine pretty simple, pretty plain. Bonus tip, colored cards cost more because of the ink they have to use to do it. Black and white is cheaper or, you know, um, fewer colors, but it's down to your budget. I'm just thinking about so many other ideas about cards and lots of things I can give away as bonuses. But hey, I could talk for England. I think I said enough. So I hope that's helped you. And if you can think of anything, anything at all I've missed about cards, and if your business cards are working for you or not working for you, please let me know. My email is in the description. My website is millicentstevenson.com. You can find me then and message me there. And don't forget, if you haven't got it, go off and get that free booklet I've made just for you, Revealed, 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper, Spoken Word Artist. Links in the description. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed listening to today's episode, you might be interested to know that Millicent has written a groundbreaking booklet called Revealed, 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, rapper and spoken word artist. You can get your free copy today by clicking on the link below or by visiting her website millicentstevenson.com. Millicent is an award-winning saxophonist, founder and creative director of Kefemni. She is currently serving on the Midlands Regional Committee of the Musicians Union and also the Equalities Subcommittee. She is an endorser of Harry Hartman's Fiber Reads.